Hey, my love. All right, so I'm driving home. Hopefully, this is short and I'm done before I get home. But I wanted to show something practical and application of a lesson I learned. So um, I've been listening to Priscilla, and a lot of her her um, videos are really, I mean, school is in session. We are learning. We're not just in there just chopping it up. Sometimes we get our little kikis in, but she really helps us to kind of understand people and human behavior and why we do certain things or um and so i talked a little bit about how you can tell the difference between you know a more evolved man like a male and a man a man is just kind of or a male is just kind of like he's just a body with muscle that can take on and build for other people you know or some people could be kind of working their way through to where they become more independent but a man is more someone who's going to set things in, in motion, who's going to set up systems that's going to uh, recruit, you know, people to, to build for them, have a mission, and is futuristic thinking. And so we didn't get to talk very much about um, the women, the woman's nature. So one, the women um, tend to, the difference between a woman and a female, a female, I, I'm still learning, but from what I understood, the female does things through nature. And so it's kind of like, hmm, how, what does that look like? How do we step into our power? Because the truth is, I think a lot of us women, if I'm quite honest when she put it that way, made me realize just how far back I am in terms of being able to use, tap into my nature, right? Tap into that really true alchemy type of thing and, and kind of, what? So, but I have two examples. So I've been talking about how um, there are several arguments that the that were overpopulated. And what is interesting is you have people like Bill Gates or other people, you know, world powers putting things in place to force our hand to reduce the population. And but one of the studies I recently heard was that um, the testosterone levels are going down, which means that, you know, it's going to be harder for women to get pregnant in the future. And, and um, that's nature's way of saying, hey, we have hit a critical mass. Let's just start to, you know, downsize. Now, here's another interesting thing I learned. Y'all, if you want to kind of be on the same wavelength as me, go check out Neuro, Neuro Hats on YouTube, Neurohacks, and I'm going to do another uh, YouTube, uh, another podcast, uh, encouraging y'all to join me in taking the, the cold showers, right, the Jamie Bond shower, the Divine Doll showers, uh, where you're going to spend, you know, run that cold running water, yes, in the dead of winter too, but um, I was listening to Neurohacks, and he was talking about how for every subsequent male that a woman has, um, it, it, like the embryo tries to, it gives uh, each subsequent male less uh, testosterone. So it's not unlikely, or they say it's more likely that if you have multiple males in your family, the younger ones, there's a propensity that they're more likely to, to identify as um, gay and or 
you know, I think some of them are kind of teetering on calling themselves bisexual. But what happens is they really, truly, um, because and you have to think about uh, a lot of y'all know I'm a tall girl. So one of the books that I, I really enjoyed reading was a book called Tall, it's either called Tall Girl or Tall Women. And it's a blue book and it has like um, handwriting on, on it. And I think there's a giraffe on the front. But she did a really great job of ex explaining what happens to a woman's body with the pregnancies for men and for women and why, you know, why we're tall type of a thing. But one of the things that she talked about in that book was not only does uh, the male deplete a lot of the nutrients from the woman, including calcium. So the more males you have, the more likely you're likely to have osteoporosis on your end, right? Because you're... you're the calcium is pulled out from your body, but um, you also kind of notice a pattern where um, each boy that she has will get shorter and shorter. So not only are they like your firstborn will be the tallest male, your secondborn will be the you know shorter than that for the most part. Now what's interesting was my mom. It's kind of the reverse. Um, but it, it also speaks to nutrients, right? So we're not, we're not animals. We're not, um, victims. We're not, no, 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 no I'm not going to say victims. We're not, we, we can do things to transmute the situation, right? So for example, like with my mom, um, her, her healthcare improved with each subsequent birth. So even though she had three boys after me, um, the boys are taller. They go from 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and then 6'6", six, six. but it's because each time she was having children, like boys, she or not boys, but each time she was having children, she was getting even better health care and even better nutrients and even better prenatal services. So, but for the most part, um, I find it interesting too, because then you can, you know, a lot of people say, well, the future is, is women. And so even Mother Nature, in the process of depopulating, is making it to where um, even the, the masculines, right? Because what it comes down to, as I'm flushing this, this out and talking it through, we cannot handle, not only do we have a critical, critical mass, but it's the energy that comes with the testosterone. And um, if you look at the studies for Universal 25, um, it's this world where they have, they create a utopia for um, the rats, right? And they don't, everything is provided for. So the males don't have to go out and forage for food. So all they're doing is just eating, sleeping, and effing, right? But because of that, their population, as if rats don't already populate really fast, they started to get to a critical mass where they started to bite each other's tails. And it started to get really aggressive, and then the, the, the males started to get really small and puny. And respectfully or disrespectfully, you know, um, when I was in high school, even though there was that time when they hit puberty, I still remember the freshman year of high school, the, the boys would run over and they're like, I'm finally taller than her, you know, to move a thing. The boys, I'm six foot one, so I remember the boys getting as tall or taller than me eventually once they hit puberty so they were coming in at six one six two six three six four six five six six you know the guys around my uh age range that i dated were going all the way up to six eleven and but i noticed over the years the boys are getting shorter smaller of course we've been seeing a phenomenon of more of them you know 
identifying as either bisexual or or coming with feminine tendencies, right? But I think that that the, the energy that comes with testosterone is it it is part of drive, but it also can become uh, and people don't like the word toxic, but it can become um, energy that's aggressive, right? Um, and so even Mother Nature is making it so that if you're going to have, a, if you're just going to continue to mass produce and replicate before you heal, which is another huge thing too, if you're replicating before you heal and you're not paying attention to what you're replicating, even Mother Nature is like, yeah, no, we're going to cut down the number of pregnancies and we're going to make sure that the men are more effeminate so that they're not aggressing and, and really stomping out people, you know? I think that's pretty cool. That's just my interpretation. That's the way my mind works. So, but, but, and so, um, still, still in the classroom. And I'm pretty sure now that I have the information, I'm going to kind of look for that. That's a game changer. I mean, how many of us are able to kind of close your eyes and be like, no rain today or let it rain today or, you know, make things around us like our environment and nature wise change, right? Because men, the way I understand it, control systems. They put systems in place. But I find it interesting, too, is since we're speaking about that, too, I wanted to talk about Bill Gates. And um, I I really, you know, I don't know to what degree you're going to probably walk all the way with me on this one. But, um, oh, I know what it was. I wanted to do a podcast. There is a phenomena about the the um there's a drug that's called the barbie drug coincidentally the barbie drug is this um synthetic melatonin 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 or something like that but it makes um people darker and so instead of having to go to the tanning salon to get a complexion like mine or to get melanated like me they take it and um be, and part of the reason it was created for the elites, this is coming out of um, Australia, I think Australia, New Zealand out there in, in those their neck of the woods. And so the elite created it because they were getting really severe blisters uh, with the sun. But so when, when the regular population um, heard out about it, there was a demand for the synthetic version, which they are claiming it has adverse effects. Let them tell it, right? And so you have a lot of these women and boys and men too, who are, um, if you look it up on YouTube, it's called the Barbie, the Barbie drug, melatonin. And they are getting just as dark as me. But one of the things that um, Bill Gates has tried to do and put in place is because him and his descendants cannot take the blistering sun. The ozone layer is getting depleted. So the um, UV rays are really wreaking havoc on their skin. <coughs> I'm probably never going to do another podcast in my car because I feel like I have to yell and it really tears up my throat. But, um, and so, but, and with that being said, for my melanated people, I know there's a lot of talk about how we can absorb the sin, the, the, the sun, and we do need um, vitamin D, but I'm now one of those people that, like, even I just ordered a new moisturizer that has SPF 30 in it, 
and I've been wearing sunscreen, the black girl sunscreen at 45 SPS. Um, and I try to make sure that I, um, I'll do a skincare regimen update on the oils, but just to give you an idea, it's a combination of Aragon oil, avocado, and, um, vitamin E 70,000, i.e. those help with the, um, UV rays. Y'all, the, the UV rays, melanated or not, are, are what cause cancer cells. And because the ozone layer is not what it used to be back in the days, you know, when the quote unquote Hebrews were building the pyramids and could build the, the be out in the sun or when they were picking cotton and they could be out in the sun, the, the conditions have changed. So everybody's getting smoke from the depletion of the UV rays. But here's the thing with Bill Gates. I actually got offended because he is trying to work with, I don't know if it's Harvard or Yale, one of those um, institutions to, to block the sun. He wants to cover the sun, which I think is also downright selfish because, you know, I don't know. It just is so, but that's because there, it's been like this for several years. The, um, the UV rays, and, and there used to be, um, there was a content creator I used to follow, I don't follow her anymore, but for several summers, she would document how people would have these horrible blisters, like, they look like boils from being out in the sun, and what was interesting when they were talking about, they were trying to dissuade um, the people from taking the synthetic drug of melatonin, um, they were saying, you know, stick to your regular sunscreen or SPF. But the thing is, um, within the, the last few years, even when people are wearing sunscreen, you can Google the pictures. They are getting torn up. But yeah, so that's just kind of interesting to me, too. I don't know to what degree how comfortable I feel with, you know, man-made structure, man-made systems. Um you know, kind of forcing the hand, but at the same time, we we are, you know, in charge of our ecosystem. Um, and I find it find quite fascinating too, as I'm thinking about it, I'm almost home, is if we're overpopulated, why, well, but some of us kind of know why. Why are they passing these laws where now basically everyone's going to be forced to have children? So, there's, there's a quite a bit of stuff going on there. Um, mm, there, And then I'm going to close out with this. So go check out Neurohacks on, um, on YouTube. I love their shorts. I haven't listened to anything long, but they're so cool. But it's even things like you guys know I'm kind of fascinated with um, body symmetry, um, how you can look at someone and tell, like, for the other, the other day we looked and saw, like how men who have beards or have bald heads and or early the genetics and how, you know, what that means for them and, and which side of the family. Another fun one, too, is if the, the males, the more testosterone they have, the more their, their pointing finger is going to be shorter than their ring finger. For women, it tends to be the pointing finger and the, the ring finger tend to be more symmetrical. And so you have a lot of guys now that, you you know, you could be on a date and just check his hands out and be like, oh, he got his dose of testosterone. Or if he's more a little bit on the feminine side and you just find out like what his birth order is, you know, and, and, and 
again, these are stats, you guys. These are based on statistical, statistical studies. So um, the same way how I shared how my mom not even knowing that information, but you can see how prenatal was helping to replenish the calcium in her body, the nutrients in her body. She was able to kind of just override that whole thing. Because I like to think she got that strong Eve gene. And there's also a lot of studies. One day I'll revisit and circle back why melanin is so expensive. Um, you know, because it actually does um, have healing properties. Like it's even to the point where they try to get um, wombs or like uh, reproductive systems from women who are uh, melanated. It's, it's actually very rich. And the healing properties that come with it, um, just really cool, worth more than the weight of gold. If you were to get paid for just the melanin in your skin alone, it was, um, I did how much it was per, uh, I don't remember, but I, I did a podcast on it. It comes out to like millions of dollars if they were just to get the extract of melanin from just your skin alone. So when you talk about all of these missing, you know, young girls, or sometimes there's talks about harvesting and stuff like that, it, you know, you know, and I did talk, I remember I did talk about this because I was telling like young ladies and black women, like, if you only knew how much you were worth, you wouldn't be letting people snatch you up like that, you know what I'm saying, so mm, you're not gonna get my skin, I took myself off of the um, donor <laughs> thing, you know, yeah, a little bit of, what do you call it, um, conspiracy theorist, but I'm a sane one, I'm a good one, <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm, I'm not finna get into a car accident, and you're like, oh, look at all that melanin, and she talked to oh, let's parcel it out, no sir, no ma'am, no part, no ham, all right, y'all, it has been my pleasure, let me go home and see what y'all have uploaded for me on this beautiful Sunday uh, evening, I gotta get some more hours of my real estate course done, y'all. And they do not let us skip around. So I'm a little, I'm just being a little bit of a brat, you know. Because I, there's, I really want to get to the section where they talk about the trust. Um, I'm supposed to get my mind set up within the next 90 days or so. But <sighs> part of adulting, you just gotta buckle down and do what you gotta do. So I don't know. I um, I'm gonna try to keep the comments open. I think I'm still in kind of like the baby phases, where y'all are a little bit timid or shy to give me feedback on what your thoughts are. Do you agree? Disagree? You know, does it add a little bit of perspective? But yeah, definitely. I would say go check out Neurohacks. Um, the shorts. Get that in your algorithm. And there's enough information. You know, we've been talking a little bit about how um, it can sound like a harsh message, but I want to do another podcast on this. Sometimes when it can seem like even, like I said, women are protopian and the conversations that we're having, they're going to either put fire under your butt because when we're saying like, oh no, we don't want to have these, we don't want to be hospice wives. The way I look at it is, oh, okay, let me let me go take care of my dental hygiene. Let me go work out. Let me eat healthy. Let me figure that out for myself. Let me take care of my relationships. Let me revisit how I'm valuing people, how I treat my mother, my father, my children. 
you know, stop. A lot of these baby mamas, these these women that had your children, there was love there. You know, and if it were me, like y'all already know me, I kind of, I'm not the forgiving type. So if this person finds it in their heart to forgive you, do everything you can to just, you know, if you are that <laughs> a-hole that's never showed up for your child and now you're depending on them, like, dude, do not be cantankerous. You know what I'm saying? If you have young children, reconcile that. And like I said, work on your health, you know. <laughs> You, you can take it one of two ways. You can be insulted or you can see how the tide is turning and be like, you know what? That's fair enough. Why wouldn't I want to be healthy for my own self? Why wouldn't I want to be athletic and work on my flexibility and, you know, um, take care of my heart for my own self and, you know, make sure that I'm eating healthy and staying active, right? So... That's it. Bye.